listening to episode 34, chapter 5 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Chris Lambert. And I'm Josh Havens. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And today, we're wrapping up our conversation on the five steps of creating a lifestyle of discipleship, plus announcing some of the great things coming your way in 2020. And that's a great way to lead into step five, making disciples. So as disciples ourselves, the entire purpose of us being called is to be disciples. The natural outgrowth of this life is that it multiplies itself. And so a lot of times we conflate making disciples, though, with evangelism, and that's it. Again, evangelism is great. We need to go out and we need to preach the gospel, and we need to see people, quote, get saved. But if that's all that you think of when you think of making other disciples, you've got that achievement doing mindset. You just do. Roll that back into what it looks like to make disciples from a place of being who God created you to be as a child of God that's walking with him daily, making that space, that's walking with others and serving with your purpose. What is making disciples within that realm look like? Go back to the example of the admin assistant. Are you making disciples by picking up that phone call? Somebody's trying to get to your boss and they're, they're angry and irate. What does it look like to make a disciple in that moment? What does it look like to serve your boss in that moment? Because that, that could go really quickly in one of two directions, right? And it could, it could escalate and things could go off the rails and the deal could get dropped and feelings could get hurt and on and on and on. Or you could speak life into that situation by allowing the spirit to use you. And suddenly what, what a moment that could have been disastrous can become a moment that can, get, that can give life. And even in those moments, we believe you're making disciples. Maybe nobody makes a decision for Christ. You don't even pray with anybody. Maybe you don't end up starting a friendship or a relationship that's going to last for decades. I mean, we there's yep. really a spectrum in this. There is. Um, we tend to think it's either black or white. We either hit that moment of converting someone to become a Christian, uh, or we're walking through a nine week program with them, or whatever it is. Um, we tend to think of it in terms of just very cut and dry. This is what it looks like to make a disciple. And really, I think what we've learned over the last year, especially with the, the different conversations that we've had with our podcast guests, is that there's, there's really a continuum of spectrum of discipleship. You can have it in just the little offhanded comments where somebody says, oh, I had a terrible week, and you're there just to say, well, can you, you want to you wanna talk about it? And Maybe go get a coffee or something, or uh, how, how can I help serve you in this moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, something really simple like that that allows you to make someone help someone see Christ a little bit clearer, mm-hmm. all the way up to a relationship that makes mine and Chris's over the last 10 years seem short, where you've spent an entire lifetime walking with somebody and, and making them a disciple. Yeah. Um, it can be any of those things, and it doesn't have to be any one thing. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing. Making disciples can even start before somebody has decided to give their life to Christ. We often take that for granted even. 
is that I believe even when you're building those friendships with unsaved people, you are making disciples. You're beginning that process, whether it's sowing the seed, watering it, or even if you get to harvest it. And then again, all throughout the Christian life. And um, again, for me, it's just been that we have put our focused lens around our eyes and only looked at this really, really tiny, vital, but small aspect of what it means to be a disciple and to make other disciples. And so, um, again, another area, though, is uh, Dallas Willard's been setting me on fire with, as he talks about in, I think, all three of his books in the trilogy, is that does your church actually have a plan to teach you to observe and obey everything that Christ commanded? Like in the uh, Great Commission, because a lot of times we're just yeah, like we're here, go and going make all, yeah, go and make disciples, and that's it. Not <laughs> teaching them to observe all that <laughs> I have taught part. you. Like <laughs> exactly, and that's part of what we are so passionate about uh, with daily growth. And I, I mean, I think that's where our strengths naturally lie. Is probably more on that discipleship after a person has has come into the fold area, and so. But at the same time, man, there is a huge passion to see people come to know. Christ. And the reality of our lives, at least for right now, and where God has us, we don't rub shoulders with a lot of um, non-Christians. And so we are meant to make disciples within the group of people that we have around us and we have influence with and and, and serve them in the unique ways that we have. And so, um, yeah, disciple-making can be, I think, one of the largest topics of the whole thing. And so, because so much is is written about it, and, and then we can also really begin to measure ourselves and uh, sort of put ourselves into classes, right? Of You know, you look at somebody like Billy Graham, and you think, well, he must be at the pinnacle because of how many people got saved because of him. And, um, and, and look, it's great. But he's, he played a particular role in the body of Christ, and that was great for him. Not everybody is called to be Billy Graham. And to try misses the point, I think, of following Christ and living the lifestyle that you are supposed to live of discipleship. And if you feel somehow less than in the middle of that, I think you've kind of missed out on the reality of your identity in Christ. Bingo. If you, if you look at other people around you who are making way more disciples than you are, who are serving in a purpose that you think is way better than yours, or uh, they wake up every morning at 5 a.m., spend three hours in prayer, an hour in Bible reading, and that's just before 6 o'clock. Um, you look at those people and think, man, I'll never be like that. Uh, it could be that their, their relationship with, with God, their gifting, their calling, uh, that whole, really the five-step package is just different than yours. Mm-hmm. Your identity in Christ, and if you, if you can grab hold of what it means to be a child of God, it, it makes everything else so much simpler. And really, at that point, comparisons go out the window. Yep. They don't matter anymore. Uh, That's where freedom is. And if we can operate as disciple makers in that, there's no pressure to win a thousand people to Christ. The only pressure that's there is to be like Christ in the everyday moments of life that he has you walking right now, right here today. So this has been the abridged look right off the top of our heads, sort of, (laughs) 
our dialogue of what the five steps have been to us. And again, it really is sort of the tip of the iceberg um, within these five steps. As you can see, we, we really do want you to go back and listen to all of our podcasts because they've been so impactful in our lives and, and really fleshing out what these five steps mean for us. And so there's a lot of treasure um, back in the 2019 podcast, but man, we have got a great slate of stuff coming up from 2020. And one of the most important things though, I want to talk about or, or let you guys know is that we're actually going to be putting together a course to talk about specifically these five steps to guide you through some of the most fundamental and a little bit more, maybe we'll say coherent and, and, and systematic way thought through. And so um, <laughs> we might talk, we might have a few conversations uh, w- within those courses. We'll see how that, how that shakes out. But um, yeah, we really want to be able to dive deep in some of these topics and uh, present to you I guess this philosophy of what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship through these these five steps and learn to become the person God is calling you to be. And so And we'll have some nice tips and tricks along the way, really stuff that we've learned as we've tried to adopt this own adopt this philosophy for ourselves and our own lives. Um I hope you guys understand we really are trying to practice this ourselves. It's one of the one of the things that I I enjoy most about the podcast for the last year has been we've gained probably just as much, if not more than I think our listeners have from these conversations with these other people and from books that we've read and and things like that. And I don't know how many times we've finished recording a conversation and then Chris and I have like another three hour conversation after that, just trying to digest what it was we just heard and were a part of. Yep. Or we'll be reading The Divine Conspiracy and we'll have like a three-hour conversation on what in the world Dallas Willard just threw down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we get excited about it. Like, it, it's in those moments, it's really funny to, to really see us. And I hope some of that passion comes through even in our conversation today. But um, it, that those in, it's in those moments that we almost become the most evangelistic because... We're preaching to each other. We're preaching to each other and the freedom that we, you know, if somebody were to ever ask, why should you follow Christ? Man, it's in those moments that it's like, and again, we, I'm thinking of a specific moment where we were talking about Willard and the, uh, he taught, he has several chapters where he talks about the Sermon on the Mount or the talk on the hill as he calls mm-hmm. it in the book. Right. And it's like, man, to really grasp this idea of what the Beatitudes are and then how that fleshes out through the rest of Jesus' sermon there of what it means to live as a citizen in the kingdom, man, that's freedom. And we do not get that enough in the church today. And not this kind of freedom of, you know, I guess there's a sort of a spectrum. Maybe some preachers do preach a little too much freedom. But man, no, what it means to follow Christ and to have that easy yoke put upon you is it makes all the difference in the world. And so um, it's still something we're we're trying to articulate and flesh out for ourselves. And, uh, and then again, like you're talking about live in the everyday moments, uh, cause we're not perfect at it, but man, those glimpses of freedom right there, that I think that's what walking with Jesus is. <laughs> that's what it means. And so that's what we want to try to at least help you see in the course. We, we want to tell you about these five different steps. We want to help you understand your identity. We want to help you practice the basics, walk with someone, serve with purpose and make disciples. We want to help you understand those things. We also want to try to find ways to help you 
move them from just head knowledge to heart knowledge like we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And so there'll be exercises, there'll be resources that you can look at. Um, yeah, practical steps you can take. Practical steps. And so uh, we're really excited about the course. We're, we're actually having to slow down and control ourselves because yep. <laughs> the tendency for us is to just show it all and go, 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 go and mm -hmm. get it all out there just because we're so excited about it. But we're, we're really trying to, to actually slow down and make it a, a nice quality thing. So yep. be on the lookout for that. Yep. And then we're also going to try to ramp up our uh, YouTube channel. So if you're listening to one of the major podcast platforms right now, um, I don't know if you know this, but you can also listen to our podcasts on YouTube. And so, but we want to, we want to expand that a little bit and begin doing uh, some more videos. And so we just, we like interacting with you guys and trying to bring everything that we've learned and, and uh, experience uh, to light and just so that we can dialogue with other people. Because again, th this is part of our journey of walking with people. And um, it's a little scary, you know, to be this vulnerable with, with the internet, <laughs> but it's something that we feel led to do. And so we're wanting to branch out into that area. And, uh, you know, like we said, we know we're not going to be perfect at it at first. And so, uh, it's about those baby steps. So anyway, a, a lot of really good fun stuff in that arena as well, but then the podcast. Yeah. We've already got a couple conversations recorded. They were really great. Uh, looking forward to releasing those to you guys here in the coming weeks. And uh, we've got some great ones lined up, too. Yeah. And we're going to start doing, uh, so if, if you've listened, you know that we try to do like four to five chapters on every, every podcast. I think this year we're going to try to say four podcasts, and then we want to do a fifth follow-up conversation. So, so sort of how we've talked today won't be this long, full disclosure, <laughs> <laughs> but we miss having some of those conversations. And so, and we know you guys do as well, if you were a theology in progress listener, and this was mostly the format that we did is just our personal conversations. And so um, we think it would be a fun to do. And then hopefully you guys enjoy listening to us talk about our experience with it and how it's that podcast. Not is because sort of we have out. anything like super amazing to say, but I hope what you do glean from it is that it's okay to process these things and work through them with another person. Yeah. And if we process. can show you anything, I hope we show you a healthy way to process and think through what this discipleship lifestyle actually looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lifestyle of discipleship is really hard to implement into your own life if you don't know what that looks like. And so I guess that's probably a better way of saying it is we want to try to model that a little bit more publicly than we have thus far to, uh, again, to help show at least what, we, what we're thinking and then, yeah, so that we can follow Christ together in this thing. Because like, we don't have it perfect for sure, but want to follow, be faithful in that calling. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. 
Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you like what you've heard today, be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player you use. Then share what you've heard with a friend so that they can learn how to create a lifestyle of discipleship too. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Oh, 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 oh,